0: and you're listening to the 123 show with me Noreen Mir on this Monday afternoon and uh, by the way we are live on Facebook once again so feel free to join us on uh, Facebook which is Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 and you can tune in to see all my wonderful guests like right now so I'm sure all of us has felt that the world has been turned upside down in the last few months by the coronavirus and uh, for adults it's been a lot uh, of going on, uh, working from home, restricted travelling and social distancing, uh, just to name a few. But what has this been like for children and uh, for our little ones with no schools, just online classes and not seeing their friends? Um, so uh, what do children think of the coronavirus and also understand about the pandemic? Well, our very first guest today, Jacqueline Hamilton, has written a book uh, to perhaps address some of these questions to help children understand a little bit more about what's going on and uh, with the coronavirus. And the book is called Mama what is coronavirus welcome to the program Jacqueline and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon how are you doing
1: thank you so much I'm so excited I'm nervous and excited and all everything all together
0: I'm so excited too because this is the very first time we're doing the Facebook live remotely from our Queensway studio so um yeah so this is new for you and for me as well
1: Oh, fantastic. Oh, fantastic. I'm, I'm really, really excited because obviously we were going to do only a phone call. And I was like, OK, I can do a phone call. And she's like, do you want to go live on TV? It's just like, oh, my God, how am I going to
0: do <laughs> You're doing great. So perhaps you can tell our listeners a, a little bit more. Now, you're a mom of twin boys who are four years old. Um, so yes. how have you been coping then and, and explaining a little bit more about the pandemic and the coronavirus?
1: Yes, so I'm mom of twin boys, Braden and Lachlan, and they've always been my inspiration behind all my writings. But as you know, um, in March, I got swept over to government quarantine, you know, because I came in contact with one of my clients that was positive. So me and my assistant, we were both in in FOTAN basically for our 14 days. And I think also sometimes when you directly impacted by coronavirus, your mindset change the way you look towards this, it becomes different to someone else that has not really been, I mean, we all kind of get affected by it, but then when you've really been called or you in a situation like that, you you understand it differently. And also I think maybe your senses become a bit heightened. And uh, and I think maybe even like then also, I don't say, you know, like in the beginning, I even had to work on my own mind because it was like, oh my goodness, you know, like it was the, the uncertainty of, going in there and not knowing what's going to happen and then while i was in there then i ended enjoying myself so much so (laughs) So, it was funny because everyone's like who takes a sparkly dress into a quarantine center
0: yeah (laughs) what was your experience in the quarantine facility like I, i i mean i've been following it on the facebook uh you've you've really done a great job blogging it as well just sharing your experience but what was the transition i mean it went from sort of anxiety, quite anxious, to uh, ultimately sort of enjoying it a little bit. What was that thought process?
1: Yeah, and I think that was the thing, you know, because when the government called me, um, I was like literally hyperventilating because I wasn't sure what's going to be happening. And I think, you know, the most stressful part was the journey from being put into the bus and being transported to to the facilitation, you know, and then also, you know, you got processed and I got to my room and once I got in the room and I closed the door, that's when I said, Jackie, this is where we are right now. So you need to get a grip. And once I was okay, and it looked like my space wasn't the size of a cupboard. I felt like, okay, I'm okay. There was windows to open. So my mindset changed from being scared to okay. Um, I'm here because the government is trying to keep me healthy. So instead of being a victim, I said, okay, let me see what am I going to do to find the purpose? Um, And from the age of 18-year-old, I've always worked, I've always created, I've always done something. So sitting on my bed and watching Netflix was not going to be part of (laughs) my. So it's like, I need to do something. And um, that was when I wrote my first blog, you know, like, um, and I mean, like, it, it, it received so many views, which was great. And I felt like, okay, there's so many other moms out there that wants to know what goes on in here, but they don't want to go there themselves. So we'll use Jackie to tell us what goes on in there. And also like, you know, like when I woke up in the morning and I wrote my blog, it gave me something to do. And it felt like I had a purpose to minimize some of the stress that people were going through to just let them know, actually, it is not like you're going to go and be dumped in a, in, in a pit that you don't know where. Um, so like, you know, because of that, and maybe because of my outlook, A lot of people find, um, you know, I think they found a bit of comfort and and especially, you know, like with the kids and all that, you know, and I had to get myself into a place where, okay, if I was okay and I knew my husband was taking care of the children, I knew my family was then okay. But also I felt at that time it was better for me to go into a quarantine center than being home and hear my children crying downstairs and couldn't go down. I think that was torture. So being swept away and obviously we just told them I'm, I'm going to go to on holiday and daddy is taking me to the airport. So they were okay with that. And then obviously when I came out, um, everything was normal. Obviously I had anxieties kind of coming back into work um, and I had to kind of deal with those kind of emotions. And, um, and it was okay. You know, like when I came back, I think everyone understood my situation and they also understood it because I was really... Um, not taking on as many clients, you know. So I was doing a whole bunch of stuff that made me comfortable in my own space. But then obviously dealing with children, and I know obviously my senses are heightened and maybe my anxieties also, but more towards, and, you know, coronavirus. And maybe I didn't realize just how much my behavior, my kids were copying it. And then I think that's exactly the thing we don't realize, you know, children, even if they're tiny people, they, they feed of our energies, right? And uh, the one day, Braden didn't want to get out of the car because he said, Mama, I need my mask because if I get out of the car without it, I'm going to get coronavirus. And that's when I had to like, oh, okay, Jackie, what are you, how are you portraying this whole thing for these kids to, to feel like this? And then, you know, when I set them down, I'm just like, Brayden and Lachlan, what do you think coronavirus is? And, um, you know, They didn't really know, and I didn't exactly know how to explain to them so that they can understand. So we were all kind of fumbling in the darkness. Oh, it's a virus that makes you sick, you know, but how does it get from one person to another person when they play together? So, But in this book, Mama, what is coronavirus? And it is exactly what the name is, because it is. they ask you, what is it? And I've just had a client, she's like, Jackie, my son just asked me, Mama, what is coronavirus? It's like, well, the name must be good. And um, so sitting down with them, I wasn't sure exactly how to explain to these kids when, you know, we think it's so easy to explain. But when you sit down and you really have to put it in words, I wasn't sure. So when I wrote it the first time, I mean, like I used big words and my husband is like, are you writing this for young kids or are you writing this for 10 year olds? So this thing has been transitioned from so many words and, you know, to try and get it to a level of where a two-year-old can understand the basics of what coronavirus is, the implications, the preventative measures, why is daddy working from home, why can't I go to school, why do I need to wear a mask, you know, so all those kind of things I have put them in this book. And basically also the setting is us being in home quarantine. So there's no one else around and it is just us sitting on a couch because that's what a lot of families do at the moment. We sit and watch TV talking about coronavirus and trying to explain to children without driving them crazy like ourselves about what coronavirus is. And I think that was the main um, aim behind this book was to give parents at least a, um, a way to explain to kids through illustrations what it is. So maybe even if they don't understand the words, but if they can look at the pictures, because the pictures really um, portrayed what the words is saying. So maybe if the kids um, have uh, un- difficulty understanding or reading, they visually they would understand also. So I've put it in such simple language and I made it nice and colorful, um, you know, like to really grab their in- uh, intentions and attentions and you know they can be part they can actually put themselves into that scenario you know so and i think yeah that's what i had a lot of fun so and also i think with my boys because i do try and talk to them all the time about what is it so we can get understanding but then there's a difference by talking to your kids to understand and making them reciting exactly what it is because i don't want them to be robots you know, when it comes to what is it? Oh, it is this. What is it? Oh, I have to do this. It, that's not what it's meant to be. You know, it, you know, we need to embrace it because, and I had a friend that said the one day, coronavirus is here for the moment and you have to treat it like an uninvited guest. You might not like it, but you have to treat it with respect. So, and I think that's exactly where also like, um, I feel like, We can have all these emotions which we want, which we have, and it's okay. It's okay to sometimes be scared because we are all in such different situations where, you know, like I have people in here and they're like, yeah, it's okay. And then you find myself, I'm a bit more like, oh my goodness, you know, this is kind of serious. And then you find someone else that's in the middle. So we are all in different wavelengths when it comes to coronavirus and depends on whether you have children. um, And also like I have a business, so the responsibility of keeping people safe becomes so much more greater right and I could see you know the first time when the government called me about my contact with, um, with, the, with the client I had to call everybody else that I came in contact with you know so it, it wasn't just just you you know like it, it really has got such a widespread if implication I, that I you have to like, think about
0: who were you in contact with um and... who did I
1: come in contact with and I think is I see a lot of people all the time oh sorry I'm not giving you time to talk <laughs> not, at all. No, not at all
0: it's good <laughs> The perfect guest actually I want to go back to a little bit more about sort of so your your, your twin boys they're four years old what's their understanding of the pandemic and the coronavirus?
1: so like i mean when we sat down i asked them what what is it and so they know it is a virus that can make us sick but i think you know like for them to even like when they try to understand it in their own little minds was uh, they normally watch this cartoon it's called the robot trains so one of the trains his name is juke and juke got a virus so his eyes went red and he became kind of sick and he you know destroyed kind of stuff and um, so that's when I asked him again, "What is coronavirus?" They say, "Duke engine shut down." So they, they really understood took that it you in get sick terms. from the virus. Yes, they took it in literal terms, like, "Okay, if if the virus made that to Duke, so that's what the virus is doing to human beings, also." So you know, then it didn't. They didn't get that frightful, like. <gasps> kind of you know um implications you know like this is what it is but also like I think me and my husband we had to know when we talk about it not to be chasing the fear into these children because they pick up the children
0: will pick up on the fear that adults have and the anxiety if we're always very worried about it they also pick up on on the the anxiousness
1: they, they pick up on the anxiousness, but then they don't know how to express themselves. At least with adults, I can say, oh, my goodness, I am so scared today. But then, you know, like they would put it into tantrums. Yes, absolutely. You know, so they would put it into fighting with each other more and frustration. And I think that is just when because they are also scared, but they don't know what are they scared for. You know, so... Um, When I got, when I done with, obviously, like, I don't have the book yet. So that's why this book is on pre-order on Kickstarter. But then the one day I did have my computer open and we were reading this book. um, And they could see all the illustrations. And obviously, firstly, they were very excited because they could see the faces um, as the characters in the book. And, um, but then I think that's when they literally also understood exactly what it is we are dealing with. You know, and um, and I think also it gave me a, a little bit of a comfort that even though they're young, you know, we should not just treat them as, you know, we the adults and we're making all the choices. You know, they also have a little bit of a say to, I mean, we don't, we, all of us, we don't want to wear masks, but, you know, if you know the reason behind why you have to do it, it becomes a bit of an easier thing instead of just being forced, right? And uh, I think that's what I try to explain, you know, why are we wearing the mask, you know, and and all the little questions they're asking, um, I put them in really, really easy terms, you know, to to make it easier for mom to explain, but also for them to understand. Yeah, let's talk about the so I'm, e- I'm very excited.
0: And the editing process, you mentioned just now that, Jackie, it, it, you started off including a lot of words and it was a bit more technical. Let's talk about that process to fine-tuning the children's book, to make it so that it's accessible for, for children. I mean, how did you get into the mindset of, of, uh, of younger so children? Firstly,
1: I, I showed it to my husband. Um, and Who has a younger like mindset? Human. <laughs> I think, you know, firstly I gave it to him because of, you know, um, um, English is not my first language. So um, I was, and he was like more for the editing part to helping me with the pronunciations and things like that. And he's reading is like, this is not a book for, for a two-year-old child. It's like you need to really fine-tune it because they don't know what the vaccination is. You okay. know? So it's like a whole bunch of those big words. It's like, what is it? Then you have to end up explaining what all those things are. So like, and then what I did, so after him, I gave it to a whole bunch of teachers of, of early education. And uh, so like, and, I mean, like, I gave it to a whole bunch of teachers. So every time someone else comes in, it's like, I want you to read this. And they would, you know, give me a little bit more insight. And uh, so, and also like my, the, the girl that's helping me editing it, you know, so she also really, so it was such a collective process. It wasn't just, um, I mean, like the whole idea was mine, but, you know, to really try and fine tune it was i mean i i was open to suggestions to really get it into a place where if you between the ages of 2 year old and to 7 year old you would be able to understand the the, the basics of what we're dealing with just now um yeah so that was that was pretty interesting to 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 get but also i think you know to put those words into pictures it was also another um, and that's you know, really important uh, because children
0: part. love ch- uh, pictures picture book they're able to understand the story through pictures so let's talk about the collaboration you had uh with your illustrator as well.
1: Uh, yeah so the, with the illustrator so i don't know like uh, if you had a picture of the of the front page yeah. you could put it up later um so visually i i always kind of had um because i wanted the the kids not to feel scared towards it So one of the children is kind of standing on top of the coronavirus, you know, skating and the other one is holding it on as if it's floating. And that's one, I mean, like, you don't want to make it as if it's not serious. It is a serious matter, you know, but also I wanted to the kids to understand it with a bit more lightness. Um, Yeah, so basically with the the illustrator, I I mean, I told a word of what I envisioned. But as a creative person myself, I didn't want to stand there with a gun against her head and say, you do this. So I allowed her to, to work with my words and you know, so I would um you know ask her, okay, can we change this? Can we change that? But I think overall we had a really good understanding. Um, I mean, like we worked remote, because everything is kind of done remotely. So we did work on, you know, through Zoom and through messages, you know, to try and get the whole project sorted. Um, so I think you know we had a really un- good understanding about what I wanted and what she could give me, and you know how we got to the the end of of the pro- project.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. That technology has actually been the thing to keep projects ongoing, and and also I'm sure fe- keeps it
1: ongoing. Yeah, it's that's yes, amazing. No, so no, you've I'm never sure, met the I've illustrator? Been, I love it, and that's the thing. Maybe I've never met the illustrator. I've seen her work, you know, on. <laughs> on their pages but i've not i've not met the illustrator um but then that's the thing you know like i mean like here, me and you were talking and it doesn't feel like we could be strangers you know like it's you know you still kind of um connected absolutely you know i think you kind of get get on with things yeah and i've just had a client in here and she's a librarian at at one of the schools and i was just chatting to her about the book and she's like jackie i need to have books but then also she's like can you do us um a zoom uh, book reading Great. once the books are out so I'm just like oh okay <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes but then I think you know while we in the situation um, I might as well make use of the opportunity so if we can sell the books and also like um talk to the children via doing this um, and then still get the word out that that would be pretty awesome
0: Exactly. And also with the coronavirus, I mean, with with restrictions, children aren't able to go out very much. So it seems like reading is, is back on the priority list for, for, for many children at home and, and many parents. For many children.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I think also that is like, I mean, we we're all home. So it's trying to find things to do with your children all the time. And it was the other day. And that's the thing, you know, like, social media is fantastic in ways. But other ways, we end up comparing ourselves to somebody else that just puts up all their good moments on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. But then, I tell you, I tell you it's just like, I'm looking at my friends, and they, like, you know, they're very present moms, and they're doing all those clay things, and they're doing this. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Jackie, <laughs> you're supposed to be enhancing your children's minds. You can't let them lie around on the couches like potatoes and we were all lying there with a bucket of popcorn watching um, Zico and Sharko on TV and I'm just like <laughs> that's great that
0: there's are children they're supposed to also have downtime
1: <laughs> they're supposed to have downtime but you know I felt like I only went to school when I was six year old and they only four year old And I feel like I didn't turn out too bad. (laughs) You turned out great.
0: Now you're a children's book author as well as a business owner and a blogger as well. Jacqueline, before I let you go, tell us a little bit more about your blog as well. You're also a blogger at uh, Self-Employed Mummy. What do you hope to do uh, with your blog? I mean, what do you want to share with the audience? So the blog, basically Self-Employed
1: Mummy, started off, I think, you know, last year, Um, I went through a bit of a a personal transition or a journey because I have chronic high blood pressure. And um, we were thinking of having another baby. But because of the high blood pressure and all the complications I had with the twins, I thought maybe if I get myself on a healthier path and we can get pregnant again. Well, I still have chronic high blood pressure, but I feel like in the beginning, I felt like a victim for having high blood pressure and things like that. But then maybe because I went through this thing where they call self-care. Yes. And I had to realize that self-care is not just painting your nails and going for a massage. It goes really deep into trying to find out who you are, where are you, and all the bits said about you that you love and all the bits maybe you don't like. And the people that you have to forgive that maybe they said something and you held to it. Or even maybe I had to forgive myself for having high blood pressure, even though it wasn't my fault. Maybe not it wasn't I had no, no. of whiskey then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So you know what? It was, it was a whole bunch of stuff that and uh, that I had to kind of experience, and I wrote poems, and you know that's where my poetry collection came in, and I wrote a poetry book, you know, um, to kind of help me on that journey. Um, so and that's where you know, with self Point, Mummy, I could really put down my thoughts without feeling judged.
0: And for our listeners who want to know more about Jacqueline's blog, they can go to selfemployedmummy.com. And finally, uh, tell us a little bit more about the Kickstarter (laughs) campaign. Where can people support your book, Mummy, What is Coronavirus? Have you got a website? And uh, what's the Kickstarter campaign?
1: So, basically it started off, I wanted to... I was talking too much. Um, I think I wanted to create awareness... So someone told me about Kickstarter and I thought, let me go and have a look and see what it's all about. So basically you put your project on there and then you, obviously you have to have a target or a goal. So my goal is basically to help me print all these books. So I put it up on this and then basically people pre-order the books. And so they pledge and we have different rewards. So depending on which one is suitable for you, you, you pledge for, for that amount, and then once the project is finalized, I will send you all the all the rewards that you paid for. So basically, it's not like um, like a, like a donation. It's you you pre-ordering the book, and, um, and towards the end, I will send out a survey and I would get all your information. So there's some people obviously that's ordering books and they want me to sign it and they want me to write little messages for them. So then I can get all that inf- information. Um, some people bought books to donate to schools. So honestly, it's a fantastic project. So this one is expiring on Saturday and I still have about $6,000 outstanding, which... Um, yeah, so the only thing with, with the Kickstarter, it's a fantastic platform. You need to get your 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 project out there. But then the only other thing is if you don't reach the target, then, then you don't get the the, the funds. So this week, it is now like obviously to try and make sure we we, we, we reach the target because I feel like um, it's, a, it's a fantastic way of even just for myself and even like learning to grow and learning to, to campaign and learning, you know, it's like I it's, it's, and that's I think where coronavirus is getting its benefits because, you know, we trying so much different things. You know, if you push yourself beyond boundaries, um, and you don't just feel like oh my goodness I'm stuck and i cannot get because there's always something to do if you if you look for the opportunities and and I think that's exactly where I felt like you know with um with this campaign because uh, while I was at home I could still you know try and get the word out um so with this campaign um let mean say i i'll I think we have the link so we can put the link at the bottom once you finish
0: that's right we'll have to leave it at there though Jacqueline um, we'll put the link on the Facebook live so we'll be able to share it and for those of you listening uh, do support this wonderful book Mommy What is Coronavirus it's a picture book for children to really explain a little bit more about what's going on with COVID-19 and the pandemic you can support Jacqueline Hamilton uh, by visiting her blog as well which is selfemployedmummy.com, and go to Kickstarter and type in mommy what is coronavirus and you'll be able to pledge and support her book and make it a reality Jacqueline thank you so much for joining us today and I look forward to having you back on next time thank you so much for your time oh,
1: today yes thank you so much I'm really looking forward to it. thank you so much Noreen bye, take care you take bye, bye. Take care.